0: What's up, guys? It is your girl Sarah from Sarah Styles here. I am here with Amber Resells, and I am like beyond excited for this. Um, I'm a huge fan of her channel, so head on over after this call. Head on over and subscribe to her channel. Lots of great reseller content. Um, she is in the process of becoming an actuary, so it does have some data analytics um, underlying, which is probably why I like it so much. Um, but she did a Poshmark survey, and and I'll let her tell us a little bit more about it. She obviously will tell us more, but she did. A Poshmark survey to the community and then came up with some results about things that Poshmark could fix and reached out to Poshmark and got Poshmark's uh, response to some of her survey questions. So I'm really excited to talk to her about this. As people jump on, um, I will let you, Amber, kind of introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about how you got into reselling. Um, it's a part time gig for you, right? Because you do a full time job. Um, kind of just for those of us who are for the people who joining who don't know you, let us. Um, get to know you a little
1: bit sure so um I, my name's amber i've a YouTube channel called amber resells and whenever people ask me how i get started it's so hard to remember i always wish i would have like wrote down what what was happening what th- went through my head i don't really remember exactly how i got started but growing up i went to garage sales all of the time so that was a normal part of my life thrift stores like I remember distinctly the first time I got something brand new when I was like 12. So their stores, garage sales, that was completely normal for me. And then at some point when I became an adult, I realized, oh, I can post stuff online and make some money from it. And then about two years, I created the YouTube channel and I focused pretty much exclusively on flashmark content. And so when you make flashmark content, of course, you get people who will complain about the app in your comments and like say, oh, I wish they would change this, or I used to sell on Poshmark, but this happened. And then when you talk, like, my friends and family, I get the same thing. Like, I'll talk about the app, and then they'll often tell me what they don't like about it, and what they do like about it.
0: As if you have any, like, control over it, right? I love when they yeah. say, oh, I hate Poshmark because of that. It's like, okay, cool. Like, let me fix
1: that for yeah, you real right. quick. <laughs> so, so then a few months ago, I made a video um, called Four Reasons Poshmark Is Losing Buyers. And I talked about kind of the four things that come up most commonly with friends and family of like why they stopped using the app or why they don't buy on it any longer and I got co- hundreds of comments of people saying like oh I hate that this happens or this happens and a lot of people saying you should reach out to Poshmark and tell them what you think they should change and the more I thought about doing that the more I felt like I'm just one person like if I go and complain to Poshmark <laughs> like Poshmark- who am I yeah
0: right yeah, they're,
1: they're not gonna I mean they might listen but they're probably not gonna do anything and so and I the
0: thing I w- i'm gonna interrupt you for a second to promote your channel just a little bit because it's hard to do yourself but the thing that i like about your channels or your channel is you do these videos like your four things um for poshmark sellers and you've done a couple other that are kind of controversial but they come across very like they don't i don't know how you did it i don't know how you do it you come across very like neutral um and not like basically dis poshmark the whole video but you did it really well and the other uh, was another video um Oh, about the big resellers—how you know you can be oh, a yeah. hundred thousand reseller—and it was very controversial. But you do it very well, so definitely check out um, her channel. Teach me all your ways, because I try—I love your <laughs> controversial topics, and I think they probably get a lot mm-hmm. of. Um, I think the views, thing but I you I do
1: just try to state facts. Like I don't try to give opinions as much as facts. Although on the four reasons potential losing buyers, I did have a couple of people comment saying like that's just an opinion you need to have data to back that but most of the time i have facts like this is a fact and this i don't like this or this is a fact and i think this should change this so yeah i
0: know no, that's and which is probably why i like you because i watch a lot of like when i was starting i would watch some youtubers and i'm like well but like why is that the way like this sells really well and I'm like well what what does that mean what sells well and how do you know that you know and I'm not and not to dish on other resellers as well but that's probably I mean everyone has different content to their channel but that's probably another reason that I like your channel it you. is it <laughs> is analytical.
1: my chat is coming through now so oh, okay Jacob and Reseller passion I should know your name that's Leslie. No, Leslie, thank you. I'm between like- the two
0: of us, I'm really bad with names too. So between the two of us, we mm-hmm. may be able to get some of them.
1: Irish Lux Poshmark. I don't know if she watches my channel,
0: so you should check out my channel. <laughs> yes, she. I know she's a, a regular here. So okay. I don't know if she also watches you, but um,
1: Leslie watching. is
0: saying, I love Amber's content. I've been watching her channel for a while now. Um, and I actually, you came out to Denver, was it last summer?
1: Yeah, last June. And then I had gone out also like in March, I think, last year, something like that. Yeah,
0: it may have been June. And I think I was like, I was just getting into reselling and not really into YouTube. And someone was like, oh, Amber resells. I don't think I found your channel. Yeah, she's coming out. We should go meet her. And I was actually supposed to come out. And then my kid got sick. And um, I saw it popped up somewhere the other day that I had like commented on one of your I'm like it's so funny how this like small little reselling world works a year ago Mm -hmm. like we would have met had my kid not gotten sick (laughs) and now you're on my channel so well let's get into it um we do have the report up so let's give the. let me ask you a little bit of background so it started with this video that you did with the four things and then you're like well let me I want to go to Poshmark but I don't want it just to be me so we came up with this idea which obviously, I love of doing a survey. Um, so tell us a little bit about the survey, how much feedback you got, um, and kind of at like a high level, what your questions were.
1: Yeah, so I I put together a survey. Basically, I wanted to keep it short enough that people would respond to it. <laughs> like, you know, not get halfway through and be like, forget it, this is gonna take me too long. Yeah. Um, but also cover enough information that I had valuable insights from the survey. And so I put together the survey, I sent it to like, eight people for feedback and everybody was just like looks good looks good i was like no i want criticism like tell me what to change so then i reached out to some of my friends that i knew would be like pretty critical and they gave me a couple ideas and then um started sharing it so that's how i started the questions were like i asked first um if you're a Poshmark buyer and then if you said yes i asked you how many items have you bought and then there were then when there was a list of ten changes that I most commonly hear people say they want question to make, and I asked the person to rank them from what they would most want changed to what they would least want changed. Because that's another as a
0: buyer, because that's what I liked. Is buyer. you split it out between it, but I only think of it as a seller. And so when I did, I did your survey, and then I also read the report, and I like that you split it out because we oftentimes as sellers forget about the buyer's perspective, yeah. right?
1: And I think um, like because my video too was specifically about from the buyer's perspective. These are things that are Bad from the buyer's perspective, and I do think generally, plush I don't know, I know this is controversial, some people disagree, but it's more helpful from a seller. Like, people can't return stuff if they don't if it doesn't fit them, you know. Like, there's a lot of things that are beneficial as a seller that aren't so beneficial mm-hmm. as a buyer. And the main reason with the ranking was I think a lot of times people will say, Oh, I don't like sharing, I don't like shipping, I don't like this, I don't like that. But what do you dislike the most? <laughs> like, yes, if you right. so, that's why I really wanted to the ranking to say okay i know you guys don't like these things but what do you dislike the most of all these things and then uh, and um then i asked the same question from the seller's perspective are you a seller how many things have you sold and then rank 10 things that are commonly complained about from the seller's perspective and then the final question was just open-ended is there something that you felt like i should have listed in these things to for you to rank that was not listed and that was probably my biggest worry when I created the survey was that there was something that lots of people would have wanted in that list that I didn't put in the list. And so. And did
0: you find that to be the case?
1: I think the only thing is I feel like, like it
0: was pretty. Yeah. Narrow.
1: Yeah. I don't like it. If I would go back, I don't even know if I would change it. But a lot of people wish you didn't have to have a shipping discount on an offer to likers. So I might add yeah. that if I would go back because <laughs> that was something very common that people wanted.
0: That makes sense because I typically will create a bundle and offer an offer. But and this is a whole different thing. I'm going to talk about it real quick, though. I've been doing that. And there's so many new people on Poshmark that they're like, what is happening? Why are you sending me a bundle? I don't know. And then I had a friend who is only a buyer and she's like, people keep sending me a bundles. What am I? I don't know how to do this. And I was like, oh, that can be confusing to people if they
1: don't. I think sometimes when you do something different, people think you're trying to scam them or you're trying to pull one over on them and he's like, no, oh, I'm just trying to help you. Like, for example, I've had a, I've had a few times where people will buy two things for me, they should on both. You know, and I tried to tell them, don't do that. Bundle it and you'll pay shipping once. And like 50% of the time they get scared away and they never buy the item. So I stopped doing that. I was like, you're just gonna pay shipping on both and I'll add a note telling you like, don't do this again, Let's save it. Again, yes.
0: Because I've had that happen where they've bought it and I have, I'm i not realizing that it's the same person until I go to ship it out. Um, and so one time I sent them a message and I was like, hey, like," but then you have to cancel and they canceled and then didn't buy it again. So now I'm just like,
1: okay. Yeah, like I, would, I did it, I don't know, like I said, maybe three times, four or five, I don't know, a lot. I mean, it felt like a lot because people would just not, never end up buying it. And yeah. so I decided to stop going that route.
0: Which is odd, and I think we'll get into this in your thing as well. But the shipping cost is amazing if you bundle. If you're buying a t-shirt, $7 is a lot of money for what you're paying. You're getting the biggest bang for your buck on Poshmark when you bundle things. And you I mean, five pounds for $7 is ridiculous um, compared to other platforms. Right. So,
1: Coincidentally, when I was putting together the survey results, like working on the paper, a friend text me and she's like, hey, I'm just using that app you always talk about Poshmark the first time. She's like, is this shipping $7 if I just get a shirt? <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. And it just like it seemed so fitting for I was working on the paper and then she's like, I was like is this right? Like $7 for a shirt?
0: <laughs> That's funny. All right. So you put out the survey. Let's talk a little bit about um, the types of people that you got. Doing the survey, I really like that you split it out between the buyers and sellers because it is a very different perspective, and I'm sure we'll see it. I have the paper up, so at any point, just tell me <laughs> when you want me to pull it up. Yeah, um, for like, this like a chart that you
1: want to refer to or something,
0: okay? Um, so you did the buyer and seller, and I think it's good because, like you said, like for the shipping or the returns from a buyer's perspective, three days isn't that long. I personally don't like it as a buyer, but from a seller's <laughs> perspective. It's nice. So I think it was great that you split it out between the two. What kinds of um, what was the demographic? What kinds of buyers were you seeing? I mean, you asked, like, how many options, how many things they bought and then what kind of sellers are you seeing, like, full time, part time? What were you thinking? Well,
1: So I didn't, again, to make sure that people didn't, like, start a survey and then leave questions, I didn't ask a lot of demographic questions. So the only question I asked was, like the only demographic type question was how many items have you sold or how many items have you bought. So I don't know if they're part-time, I don't know if they're full-time, I don't know if they're male or female. So I did debate that, like I did debate if I should ask more so I could really split the data more. But I decided the thing I cared about the most was how many they had sold. So then I could split the results based on really large sellers with small sellers, which should get to are they full-time or are they part-time.
0: Well, and that's why, I mean, it's hard to say because if someone's been on the app for eight years and they're only selling a couple items, they could still have a large quantity, but it's, it's a seasoned seller, maybe not a full-time seller, but a seasoned Poshmark seller, whether it's over eight years, they've been doing it or they sold that much in three months, right?
1: Yep. The majority of people who responded were resellers, which you could tell because the median number of items that responded had sold was just over 200. I can't remember the maybe 250 or something. Um, okay. I just have the number. And then the, from the buyer's perspective is something like 20 items bought. So more typical, but the vast majority of people responding um, are resellers because my channel is tra- targeted toward resellers. So that makes sense. Right. Um,
0: but you also get resellers that are buyer, Like I buy off of Boshmark, right? Uh, so we're buying differently. We're not s- strictly buyers, but yeah. most resellers also and buy.
1: The majority of people that responded both buy and sell. But, yeah. so I have the number now. So the median number of items that a seller had sold was 226 and the median number purchase was 20. So, because-
0: so, definitely heavy on the seller side, but definitely, but still buyers. Okay. Yep. Yep. All right, so let's get into, I want to talk about um, what kind of, so you ordered, let's start with the buyer's perspective. Um, you ordered what people wanted to change the most from Poshmark. Um, and so you order them from a buyer's perspective. Um, and I think, is this with this little graphic be helpful?
1: Um, potentially you're talking about the one with the doctor, <laughs> average ranking. Notice. This one. Oh, sure. That works. So this is okay. a one page. is that,
0: oh, wait, I got rid of you.
1: Okay. There we oh, go. No. So this. let me guys know
0: in the chat. Sorry. So let me know if you're in the chat, if you can see that, I think it's probably big enough, but let me know if you can see that. Okay.
1: So maybe, um, can you zoom in on it, like on the distribution section? We'll just mm-hmm. start there. So I put this sheet together because I know from working at a big company that if you're gonna send anything to execs, you need a one page summary. <laughs> like, yes. they're not gonna read a 12 page paper with every thing you wanna say about the results. They want one page, give it to me quick, make something bold so I can just like glance at the page and kind of get information about what you're trying to tell me. And so that's why I put together this one page, so that when I emailed them, they had a quick, quick thing they could look at and get the gist of what I had done and what I was trying to present to them. So, um, and when you're saying
0: then, just to clarify, when you're saying them, you're talking about Poshmark, right? When you're sending, because this is what you sent to Poshmark. You did the survey, you compiled it, and then you sent it to Poshmark. And we'll get into Poshmark's response in a minute. But I just want to clarify for people who haven't watched your video.
1: Sorry, I, I no it's okay i emailed at the end after i gathered all the results and kind of summarized them i emailed like maybe six or seven executives of Poshmark because i wasn't sure at what level i should be emailing, so i just kind of emailed a bunch of them and like you know if if i email all these someone's bound to talk about it or ask somebody about it Um, yeah yeah, and so i included a one-page summary which was this and also the 12 page paper with all the details in it so
0: which was extremely thorough she actually sent it to me the night before she sent it and I was watching um nailed it with my daughter as I was like reading it and I was like it was very thorough um I am wondering when Posmark is going to give you a job because it is (laughs) more thorough I mean I don't know what they do on the back end for their surveys but you did a fantastic job in making sure that you covered all
1: your bases on this um yeah if I'm going to send something to execs at a big company I'm going to make sure it's good (laughs) Yes, true true so okay so Sorry. I'm just looking at the comments real quick. Okay. So yeah. So on the left side, I kind of summarized the distribution of the survey. So I said, I distributed it through my, um, my social media accounts and I collected responses for about two weeks and I had 1400 people respond. So I wanted to, to emphasize that to say, you know, I don't know how many people respond to their normal surveys. I'm sure it's much higher, but to me, 1400 is at least credible and you know, it's not like I only had 10 people respond to the survey. So I wanted to highlight that. And that's why I put that in the bold. And then. Well,
0: and so the charts that I was looking at too, there was not huge variances in a lot of the data. Like it was tend to be pretty close knit. So, like the 1400 responses, while it wasn't ginormous, you were still getting a pretty
1: close knit. Yeah. Um, right. So, if you were to take like 200 random responses, you get a very similar answer. Then, if you take a yeah, right. 200 random sample, yeah. Right. And then and also here, I, I pointed out that, you know, that a number of items sold was 226 to kind of point out to them, like this is probably not a typical seller because most people selling at their own closet aren't going to sell this much, but it is probably a typical reseller or a typical, you know, someone who is making a business out of selling. On
0: Which is interesting. And I think this came up in your questions possibly, but I've always wondered if Poshmark strategy is for resellers um, or if it's for more for, the general populations i think personally you know i don't have data to back it so we'll see what this says but i think personally a lot of their business strategies and a lot of the stuff that they have is is more for a broader i'm cleaning out my closet selling things here and there not necessarily for resellers um
1: i wish i had access like i wish i had a, a network to have 1400 people who aren't resellers take the survey and see how they differ um yeah but i feel like If I did that, it would be very biased. It'd be like just Iowa people, and it'd be like a hundred (laughs) people. So, yeah, I wish I had access to that data or their data. It would be nice to see. Right. Agreed. All
0: right. So this, um, the distribution. Let me. Oh, Mr. Styles, your husband. What's that?
1: Is Mr. Styles your husband? Oh yes. He said hi. Hi, Mr. (laughs) Styles.
0: Oh yes, he had a um, name. Like a Japanese character, anime character that I can never pronounce, and so when he would be on the chat, I was like, never, I could never
1: say. Yes, well,
0: I didn't. Everybody in the chat pressured him to change it to Mister Sal. So during oh, the chat, okay. um, he's actually in the front. Last weekend, two weekends ago, we just moved and found out that a pipe needed to be replaced in our front yard. Um, And so they refixed the pipe, but they ruined the sprinkler system and they're like, hey, we only do the pipes So they like cut apart the sprinkler system and just left that so he's out fixing the sprinkler system right now Yeah Um, Okay, so let's look at from we'll start with the seller just because it's on top So these are from the sellers perspective um, if you want to kind of go over this the top three things I'm assuming that's what these are but if you want to kind of go a bit more into detail yeah,
1: so Um, like I said, I had 10 options for sellers to rank and these are the three things that came out at the top of what sellers would most like. to So number three was that people would like to be able to run sales in their closet right now, if you want to run a sale, you have to create a new listing that says you're having a sale and kind of notify your buyers. Like, Hey, I'm having a sale. Hey, I'm having a sale. Whereas for example, on eBay, there's an automated way to run a sale and to have all your listings show you're running a sale. So something similar. or even just
0: like an offer like on ebay i mean not to compare it to ebay but on ebay you can click all of the offers and send an offer in 10 seconds where on poshmark if you wanted to send an offer to all of your likes it could take you hours depending on how many you
1: don't want to items was that you can just do offers to likers, right? you just have to do yeah.
0: Then. yeah but if you did it to all of the items it would take you
1: hours. Oh. Oh, gotcha. Because yeah. you have to do it like
0: one by one. You can't right. like, do it in bulk.
1: Right. Because right?
0: yeah. that's kind of how I run a sale, but like I still have to do it.
1: Yeah. So this one was interesting because when I dug into the data, you could clearly see that the ability to run a sale ranked very differently if I split it by the number of items that people had sold. So um, I can pull up the numbers, but like off the top of my head, I think it was people who had taken- I
0: think, is this the full page that you sent me? Because I can scroll down, or no?
1: Um. So I sent you with the one-page summary and also the paper. But would it be in here? OK. So let's see. here it is. OK, so the people who had sold less than 100 items ranked the ability to have a sale seventh on their rankings. And then the people okay. who had sold over a 1,000 ranked it second on their rankings. And overall, it came out third. But that was one yeah, of the things sense. i pointed out to flashback to say if you're if your are part of the audience or if your goal is to help resellers and people who have sold many many items on your platform then this is something you should prioritize because for those people this is very important again it makes sense because the people with the large closets lots of listings and if you're more targeted on the casual seller or somebody just selling out their own closet then you don't need to prioritize this as much yeah
0: i've always thought um and Hopefully Poshmark is listening and they take this but I've always thought that they should do something um, where you could like do like a business subscription type of thing because not everybody wants to run a sale or have all of these like certain things that business type people have but I would pay $30 a month or whatever it is to have like a business um, analytics and options to run sales and maybe if I sold so much I would get there you know just have like a different split because not everyone on Poshmark is resellers so they probably don't want that but those of us who are would like that right.
1: And then the thing that ranked second was that people wanted lower fees, which I, it kind of surprised me because I think to me, that one's, I don't know, like I don't hear people complaining about all the time. I think everyone just takes it as it's a given. The fees are high. But from the rankings, you can see that people really want this changed. Boschmark, um, they do the flat 20%. And if you're someone who sells on Mercari where you're paying 10%, this obviously is going to feel really high. And so that came out number two as the number two thing sellers would like changed.
0: Yeah. I'm wondering if that's got higher now that Macari is getting more, um, yeah. like a lot more people are really, getting
1: Macari Macari. Is just advertising like crazy. Every time I watch a video on YouTube, I get a Macari ad.
0: Yes, for so. sure.
1: And then the number one change that sellers would like to see is for them to replace their flat shipping with food shipping where lighter items cost less than heavy items. And as you can see on this, that came up also number one from the buyer's perspective. So
0: that's inter- Yeah. That's interesting. Cause I, I mean, I agree, but then it also takes away from Poshmark being Poshmark because then it's not simple because then you have to, if you're going to do tiered shipping, then you have to have a skill and you have to know how to ship right now. You can be a seller and not have any idea what to do, put it in a box and put the thing, you know, label on it. Um, if once you go to that, it gets a bit more complex. Uh, right. So that's,
1: yeah, I think for the casual buyer, it would be better because they, like my friend who asked me, you know, like I pay seven dollars for a shirt. What is this? You know, they might pay less, they would pay less than that. But for a casual seller, I don't know if it's better because it makes it more complicated. It's not as straightforward. It's not as easy. But clearly, based on the results, most sellers and buyers that respond to the survey would like this changed.
0: Yeah, and I wonder if people are just more... They understand online sales a little bit more. That they understand shipping and how much, like when I start buying online, I was like, I don't know how much it would cost to send something. Seven dollars seems fine to me. And now that I'm doing it more, I'm like, uh
1: right. seven dollars is
0: ridiculous. You can send it on, free you know, set. even if-
1: like Amazon Prime or you know, sites where you get free shipping. And then you like seven dollars for just this. That's what you know. I think if they would push more that you know, make it clear to the buyer that you can bundle and still pay seven dollars things that would be really good because I don't think new sellers get that. They just see, oh, it's $7. for so this one item. That's ridiculous. And if you could tell them like, well, if you buy three more things, you still pay $7. Like just somehow make it clear. I think that would be helpful.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think if they push that, it would help them make more sales, but then also it would help um, the sellers as well. I'm going to check in with the chat really quick. Um, sometimes I forget to do this. Oh, yeah. So Jacob is saying something to that extent. I was just brainstorming a possible minimum number of listed items andor sizes that way to initiate a sort of pop up during the shopping. Shop this closet to take advantage. Um, that could be kind of cool.
1: I mean, the uh, news feed. Put something on the news feed like so and running a sale. Check out their closet.
0: Yes, right. Uh, Jacob's also saying that de- the definitely supports Sarah's point that the app was created for the casual seller, um, which is completely fine. There's nothing wrong. I mean, they have everyone has their own business strategy. You just have to know that when you're going on there. I think the sticker shock of shipping significantly increased for the buyer upon passing the $6 mark plus the added taxes by lot. Yes, it has gone up, but that's nothing they can really
1: do. Yeah, I do think the tax, like when someone it's trying to buy something that, you know it's like ten dollars and then they get seven dollars shipping plus two dollar tax not just doubled and they're probably not going to buy that item but the, the question so I don't know I kind of skipped around but the, the question I ended up asking flashmark about the shipping was basically trying to get at what's your sh- what's Poshmark's strategy because if because the, the shipping creates competitive advantages for them in certain areas like shoes are much better to ship on Poshmark, or big jackets are much better bundles are much better and so they're attracting some people because those things are are cheaper for them to ship on Poshmark than other platforms but then they're also losing people because the people who sell think tops you know jewelry it's not attractive yeah. they're not going to get as so many sales and so one of my questions to them was trying to do that is the shipping part of your long-term strategy your competitive advantage or is it something that you guys are thinking that you want to change and i can see it from both ways
0: and what did they say we can get into it now since you shared what did they say
1: sure so they said that they have looked at tiered shipping before and they decided against it for now because they didn't feel like it basically like when you look at the ease of use the cost of the shipping and there was one other thing that they said, but that it wasn't better enough than what they have today. So whether it's because it it made it more complicated and you didn't save enough, that's kind of what I would assume.
0: Yeah, like the cost benefit, you weren't getting enough of an advantage, yeah.
1: which is fine.
0: Then they should push the bundles because it is, and that's a valid point because I sell a lot of shoes and purses, so seven dollars for those items is like killer because on eBay right. it costs like. 13 12 bucks um and so i guess it probably doesn't really phase me as much because i think it's and i usually sell higher price items as well um and so i think when someone's paying you know 50 bucks seven dollars doesn't seem as bad but to someone's point in the chat um if you're buying a top for five dollars and you're spending seven dollars to ship it that's where it gets a little finicky
1: yeah so recently i haven't even made a video about this so i haven't talked to this at all on my channel but I listed on eBay for a few weeks and I was just listing things that have been stale on Poshmark haven't been selling and I sold a bunch on eBay and everything had less than seven dollar shipping because yes. it was all lighter stuff that wasn't selling on Poshmark wasn't very high priced. I listed on eBay. The shipping is like three to five dollars on each thing and they were they were selling. So Yeah. Yeah. And so,
0: and I'm wondering too, as people are learning, there's more platforms out there. I've noticed, and maybe I'm just making it up in my mind. It's hard to know if it's the same person, but I've noticed I will get an item liked on Poshmark and I will get an item watched on eBay. And I feel like they're waiting for me to send an offer. And like, they know it's the same item. And then they're trying to figure out which one is the best one. And depending on what it is, the shipping may be better on eBay. Like, I feel like people are going to have multiple platforms now to figure out.
1: that's just sure. a YouTube viewer. I would be surprised if the average seller is savvy enough to figure that out. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I feel like it's happened. I mean, average buyer.
0: Yeah, I've noticed it multiple. Let us know in the chat if you guys are noticing it as well. I've noticed it in the past couple of weeks. I'll get an item, and it's like a random item will get a like on Poshmark, and then in an, an hour later, it'll get a watch on eBay, mm-hmm. and I'm like,
1: that's weird. Yeah. So like Lizette is saying I don't mind the twenty percent since we have so much protection as the seller. So that is something like I do think Poshmark is, like, like I already said, kind of more helpful to the seller than some other platforms mm-hmm. are. Um, and I've heard people say that before. Like the examples people have given. Oh, like they'll pay for a return shipping. Like if someone gets a return or you can return it, whatever, they'll pay for the shipping or you don't have to worry about it. We're on eBay, yeah. you do.
0: Um, and if an item gets lost, I heard this happen on Macari. If an item gets lost on Macari, they're like, "Oh, too bad. Figure it out with the post office." Where Postmark usually just pays you out and like lets it be.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's nice. Anytime I've had any issue on Poshmark, Bushburg, Postmark's just like, "You're both refunded. Have your money back." I'm like, "Yes, okay, that's good."
0: <laughs> or even when there's like a return or a dispute, a lot of times they will offer. They'll give you the money and offer the other person as long as they accept a discount on future purchases and so you still get paid and they get a discount. Like that's coming out of their profits too. So I'm and in Lizette's
1: say that as well. Someone so So ever- if there's
0: a yeah, if there's a case, um they will sometimes offer like, hey, we'll give you twenty percent off okay. so that they don't return it and then you keep your money and then they get twenty percent off.
1: Interesting. See every time I get a case I just sell Bosch bag to approve it. <laughs> so I've never dealt with that I guess. I, don't know. I get them yeah. so infrequently I don't want to deal with it. So I'm just like they can send it back, I'll sell to somebody else. And I think I know it depends
0: Poshmark. on what it yeah, I think it depends on what it is. I've had that happen when it's been like a bundle because if you have one item in the bundle that they don't like, then they have to send everything yeah. back. And they always want to send everything back. So I've had it happen like in a bundle before yeah. that Poshmark is I've had right
1: twice. Back. Twice. So I've only gotten like five or six returns and twice there were bundles. And, uh, and both times they didn't want to send it all back but there wasn't another option so.
0: oh i wonder if maybe that's a new yeah. uh, thing that they're doing i don't mind the 20 percent, and i keep an eye on ebay as well ebay technically is 10 percent, but once you add in all the other stuff yeah. if you do promoted listings i'm hovering around 20 percent on ebay as well
1: eBay's so <laughs> like, and I, it's confusing yes <laughs> to figure it out because uh, i have the paypal fees and then the ebay fees and i don't know it's just it's much less than Poshmark 20% got it it's easy <laughs>
0: yes right which is the other thing that you're paying 20% for because it's easier they are eBay is going to manage payments though so it's all going to get more confusing before
1: I heard that they yeah. I heard someone say they were going to go
0: to a flat percent is that not true um yeah I don't fully know I was talking to Chris last night about it and he's going to do a video so he's going to know more than I do but what he said last night is yes but also no like they are doing it but it's only like they will take their 10% off of the top when they pay you out, kind of like Poshmark does, but you will still get an invoice for some of the other fees. Okay. So now they're just splitting it out where you pay one invoice. Um, but if you don't pay attention, it can't hover that 20%. So I don't mind the 20% either. What's your
1: promoted listing
0: rate usually? Right now I'm doing trending. Um, I'm gonna try and play around with it. I am newish to eBay, so I'm just trying to get as much exposure.
1: Out of the twenty percent, what of that
0: Oh, what percent is promoted? Um i have to I looked at it a couple of days. I would say it's between like six okay. probably around six percent is the,
1: the listing promoted listings. Your guess would be like fifteen percent is the platform. Yes, producing. yeah. So if
0: you don't do promoted listings, you're probably closer to like ten, like twelve to percent.
1: Okay, that's
0: okay. Yeah. Um, Let me, we have comments in here. Let me make sure we have.
1: um,
0: Yeah. Yeah, so Jacob just said the same thing about eBay, 20%. I'm also wondering if Macari is gonna up their prices um, or up their percent because they were new and they're probably just trying to get people as they continue, they may start to learn like, hey, we have to charge more to keep this thing going, right? Maybe. I wouldn't be be surprised if they um, go higher, but they do a tiered shipping too
1: right
0: yep yep so they're saying grumpy thrifters we started selling on Mercari and have found our lighter items sell fast there so i do think people are paying attention to shipping um which for potsmark sellers maybe that's where we can start promoting bundles and getting people to take advantage of that and then sell more as well
1: yeah okay i've been doing some sourcing on mercari and i'm always like shocked by how low the shipping is i'm like oh this is awesome someone told me something every for eight dollars in free shipping i was like How does this work? they are making no money on this store. No. Well, I think,
0: yeah, I think Macari has a lot of people just clearing out their closet too. So they're like, I don't have to, they don't care so much. Yeah. Um, I need to get a Macari account because I hear a lot of people are shipping or are sourcing there as well. Mm -hmm. Um, But like a burner account. I don't want people to know. Like on Pawsmark, I give really low offers and I'm like, I need to change my name so people don't like, oh, this yeah. is like she has a YouTube channel and she's. Yeah,
1: I was actually oh, thinking offers. about that yesterday, not even kidding, because I was sending out offers and I was like, if I had a different account, I might be more aggressive. <laughs> I just don't. Yeah. I, don't
0: want- I know I feel I don't bad, know. bad now and I feel bad because they can look at my closet. Like even if you didn't know I was like a YouTuber, you could look at my closet and clearly know I'm a reseller like.
1: <laughs> right. Um.
0: All right, so let's see, where did we leave off? We've gone over the sellers, we've gone over, oh no, let's get a little bit into the buyers, how that um, was a little bit different than the sellers perspective.
1: Yeah, so one more comment on the sellers. So on the sellers perspective, the shipping and the fees like were obviously the top two rankings, but the next six, like basically they were less credible, like they were closer together and they had more standard deviation. So you could, if you, increase the survey like you double the number of responses probably those things would shift around and you might not see sales as think of three so the two that were really concrete were shipping and fees people want those changed and from the buyer's perspective they were things were much clearer in terms of if i were to double the respondents i'd probably see very similar answers and not much movement mm-hmm. and so these three that came up the top are again like very clearly the top three things that the respondents wanted changed so as we said shipping again ranked at the top second was inactive accounts i was so glad to see this because this is one of my biggest pet peeves um and i really think I should fix it so what it specifically what it is is that um what did i say on here deactivate stale accounts so basically there are lots of accounts on poshmark where the seller is no longer active and you buy from them and they never ship the item and I've had, like I said, lots of friends, family complain about this. So they're like, well, I bought something, but nothing happened. Like the seller never shipped anything. They never messaged me. And then that was all that happened.
0: <laughs> you know." And then, then, and then like, they're thinking that all Poshmark buy. Like that makes them like not want to go to Poshmark at all. Yeah, like
1: and all the, the more inactive accounts are, the bigger the problem is, the more likely it is someone's going to have this experience more than once and just say, forget it, I'm done with Poshmark. Yeah. And I've had that experience many times, and it... I also wonder, like, how many times does something get canceled before the listing gets taken down or something? Because what if you have one item that lots of people are trying to buy? I don't know exactly um, how it works on the back end in terms of when someone cancels. At what point does it just get taken off, or does it not? Well, have- and from
0: from Poshmark's perspective too, like they have to store all of that stuff, like all of the listings. And so, if people are inactive, like they're paying for that storage space that. From their perspective, it would be beneficial for them too to get rid of people yeah, who aren't active.
1: I didn't ask them this, but I really want to know if they're trying to IPO if that influences them not getting rid of inactive accounts. Because mm. right now they boast about like so, so many million accounts on our app, yeah. so many accounts. And if they get rid of all the people who haven't logged in in six months or a year, how much that goes down. Yeah. And so That's I think if maybe they're going to wait. Until the IPO is done, I don't want them to. I think it's making the app worse if they can release people. But I do wonder from their perspective if it's like we want investors to hear this X million number, not something less than that.
0: Well, and also, even if they're not just trying to have, like that number's already been out there. And then, like,
1: yeah, if it goes
0: down, then it's like, okay, wait, what happened that your numbers just went down? Like something yeah. is happening.
1: Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. That is one thing that I wondered, that I didn't ask. I felt like it was too, too I don't know what it was, but like but I probably shouldn't ask that, <laughs> so. Yeah,
0: yeah, um, no, I tell you. It, it, it's kind of crazy. calling them
1: out, yeah. Yeah, it, I think it creates a lot of bad buyer experiences. Actually, I know it creates a lot of bad buyer experiences, and it seems like there is, like, basically, so I had asked them about this. This was one of my specific questions I asked them was, um, do you guys have plans to fix this in the short term? and um the so the director of community yeah, senior vice president of community she's the one that responded to me and she said she had the same thing happen to her before and like i know it's so common everybody has had this experience it seems like and she said that they basically she said thank you for bringing this up and we will elevate it in priority i think it's her boarding and we'll
0: mm-hmm. have
1: questions in the short term and so I don't know, I'm glad to hear that the results elevated it in priority is what it sounded like because, again, I think it's an issue, and it's, it doesn't seem very justifiable. Like, it doesn't seem like there should be any good reason not to change it. And I, and she had said basically that – I, I mean, she didn't say this is our reason for not changing it. She just was kind of explaining things and said that they've seen a lot of people come back to the app recently, and they wouldn't want – like deactivate people that might come back but as i said in my video i what i've heard mercari does is they just kind of hide your listings if you haven't logged in in so many months but as soon as you log in everything becomes active again and that oh, so they don't like delete delete you yeah yeah they don't delete you permanently they they just hide things until you're active again and then everything automatically becomes active and yeah that's awesome (laughs) or like just send them a notification saying hey you haven't logged in in five and a half months simply log in and you're good. If you don't, we're gonna deactivate your listings.
0: Cause it looks bad on Poshmark and with the amount of so many new people, they don't, like one, they don't understand, like I'm sending bundles and they're like, I don't know what this is or the shipping. And I've had people that are like, well, I bought something. Can you add this to what you're sending? And I was like, you didn't buy anything. And they're like, oh, Poshmark isn't just all one. And I was like, no, you bought from a different seller. Like, yes. and so they don't understand. And so you get one bad, like, if it's their first time and they get one bad experience, like they're likely not coming back, right? Like I would be like, I don't know what's happening. I bought something and it's not coming. I'm not dealing with this anymore.
1: Yeah, or the like, what's going on with this app? Like I bought something and the thing's never shipped.
0: You know like- they don't understand that it's just one seller that's not doing it.
1: Yeah, right. Like if you if you bought something on, I'm just trying, like some website for a dress and then the dress never shipped, you're not gonna back on that website again. And exactly. Yeah
0: they don't understand it's individuals. Vicki vault is saying, I don't understand why people select the shipping price as the number one thing they want to change. It's my favorite thing about Poshmark. I can't ship anything priority for Seven Eleven on eBay, which is valid, but you can ship first class <laughs> for half of that price for anything lower. And most people are fine with first class. Um, I mean, on eBay, they will select first class cause it's half the cost.
1: Yeah. And because I think people on both sides of the argument and, there's a lot of people that are on your side, too, that say it's nice. You know, like the 7-Eleven is so much cheaper than the stuff, mm-hmm. the stuff I sell. But then if people sell jewelry or tank top, they're, short, they're like, oh, I only need four dollars shipping. I don't want to, like, yeah. if they could pay just four, then I would sell more. So.
0: Yeah, which is the tier. I mean, that's kind of why I think Macari did tiered shipping, but then it makes it much more complex. Okay. Right. Um, all right. And then the search, I'm interested to hear about this yeah. for the buyer's perspective. So-
1: This one ranked third, and I didn't actually ask them anything about this, but they did bring it up in their responses. And so, okay, so what the option was, was I said, make it easier to find, I think I said, improve SEO, make it easier to find what you're looking for when you type something into the search bar. Mm -hmm. And this came out as the number three people think, number three people think, number (laughs) three thing that people would change. And so I, I actually wasn't expecting this one. Um, to be in the top. I thought, you know, returns or I don't know, probably returns is what I expected to be in the top. But yeah, people Yeah, people have a hard time finding exactly what they're looking for. And in Poshmark's response, this was one thing that they said, like we are currently working on this and we will be having things coming out very soon. And they had actually said like at the end of June, there should be updates coming out. And I have been actually been seeing like quite a few things changing in Poshmark in terms of like the copy listing feature and more...
0: There um, was something else I saw yesterday and I was not happy about it.
1: I got stories yesterday. I don't know if that's what it was. Oh, no, I
0: still haven't gotten stories, I don't think. Um,
1: But it seems like they definitely have been making changes much more often than I am used to seeing. So they are
0: doing stuff, yeah.
1: Yeah, but she didn't say anything specific on what she meant by, we have improvements to search coming out at the end of June and more to come later in twenty twenty is what she said. So it was nice to get specifics of like it is happening now and there's more to come by the end of the year. And yeah, it was nice to hear that.
0: Yeah, I think it's I mean the search could be a lot of things. Um because we all know like the search just searching in general is kind of hard. But then like um just shared is what goes to the top which as a buyer if you aren't great at seo and you're sharing all the time or as a seller i mean that's great because you can just get to the top you don't have to fight on ebay like you do for the algorithm um but also then you have to share all the time right and so i'm interested i I don't imagine they'd get rid of that because that's kind of like their thing but it does make it to where like all you have to do is be the person who shared soonest to come yeah. up in that search have you
1: seen a filter for most relevant
0: maybe that's what i was no
1: i got i don't know if it's still on there the other day when i was on the app i saw the option to filter my most relevant I was like, What's this? but i i just forgot about it until just now i'm like there
0: was yeah and there was something i'm trying to think i've been watching um because they do a rollout i don't think i've gotten any of these i also don't i'm not a huge buyer so I don't. I'm not on there buying on Poshmark a lot to know the other side. I know how like listing functions when they get updated, um, but not always the buying stuff.
1: Yeah. So I just went and checked, and yeah, there's a new filter on Poshmark for relevance.
0: So, so I wonder if that's what they're talking about that yeah. they were updating.
1: And I wonder how well it would work, and what exactly it does, and if they would ever shift to that being the ranking, the default ranking. I, I think yeah. That- Most new buyers are just going to search for something and not realize, oh, it's just sorting by people who shared it last. (laughs) So, which
0: is helpful. I mean, it's helpful when you're new or even old. As long as you share, you can not have the best listing, but
1: you can be. But if they would would ever change it to sort by the relevance thing they added, then the purpose of sharing kind of goes out the window. Like, (laughs) yeah. You right and that's
0: what i mean i wonder if, how if they'll ever do that because sharing is kind of, i mean it's like a social thing right they're doing stories now they want it to be more of a social shopping
1: yeah um I that would. i don't know sharing so much and they like also again like minutes in the app it's another metric that's really important to them and sharing is part of the reason that that's really high so i don't yes. think it change that either
0: Valid. yes it would completely change a lot of things um let me check in with the chat let's see uh, 790 711 is fantastic for anything over a pound. I completely agree with that. Um, that's Vicky vault saying, that's why I do offer to likers. They get the reduced shipping. I was shaking my head at that one. Um, copy Daniela. If you guys don't follow Daniela, definitely follow her. She has a YouTube and a great Instagram and a podcast. Um, lots of really great content with Lori Boston finds copy listing feature has been amazing. I agree. I actually did a bunch of that today. Although I accidentally hit delete on a listing instead of copy. Oh no. <laughs> so don't do that. It's in eBay. So I'll have to move it back over, but like pay attention to what you're doing. I accidentally hit delete. Um, I love posh posts. I hope they don't change that. My number one, this wasn't even an option. I did. I'd like to be able to select accept offers or not. I don't like inflating prices to allow offers. So there
1: actually was an option about offers. It was, um, being able to set a minimum offer you will you will take um that was on the seller's list and it did rank near the top i think like maybe fourth. um oh
0: i don't really i hear a lot of people talk about that i don't really care Yeah. and maybe like if i saw i was talking to chris last night about this and he gets so many offers that he's like it's just annoying i'm not at that level i get yep. a couple offers a day it's not a big deal to me
1: yeah i do think it would definitely just like reduce the number of offers and make people offer higher because i know i'm mercari sometimes when i'm sourcing i'll go to offer someone and i'm like ah can't offer them that i guess i'll offer them more and so i do think it probably would result in higher sales for us if there was a minimum yes when i can't offer them something and so i just skip on it because i don't want to offer them what i have to
0: yeah that's true um I feel like I lose sales as a result because there are many people who are no BS like myself and don't like to send offers. I'll pass on things rather than negotiate. I feel like it's a game. It is absolutely a game, 100%. <laughs> um, and that's when I went over to eBay, I was like, oh, I have to like strategically price my things. I can't just like randomly pick a number out of the air like you do
1: on Poshmark. So, so something I heard before I started looking at eBay was like on eBay, people buy things full price. You don't really get that many offers. And on Poshmark, everybody sends offers. When i started listening to eBay, i'm like i'm still getting offers on almost everything i'm selling <laughs> so it's i don't know fair. if it's like based on the items or what it is but.
0: i think and i might do a video on this i was ranting to myself in the car today and i was like well that's video worthy if i'm like having a conversation with myself about it but i think part of the problem when you watch ebay youtubers is they're they're good at what they do they've been on ebay for so long but they've been on ebay for so long so they don't get coming in as a new person, they have the algorithm on their side, they have, they're making thousands of sales a month. So eBay is working in their favor. So maybe they're highlighted at the top, and they're not getting as many offers. But for those of us who are not to that level on, it's not a fair playing field, like Poshmark, right, where like you share and you're the same as anybody else. Um, I think that a lot of the people that give eBay, and nothing wrong, they have good advice, but a lot of the people who give eBay advice have been on there for so long that they don't necessarily see it from a you just started on eBay perspective.
1: Yeah, but to me, it actually makes eBay more attractive because it's like, you put in the work, they're gonna help you out. <laughs> like,
0: yeah,
1: you put in your work to our platform, we're gonna help you and boost you on our platform.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. And that's why, I mean, I've been on for eight months and I've slowly continued to get better, but now it's becoming more favorable to me than Poshmark is because once you put in the work, yes, it's like, I don't know if less time, but I feel like you get more rewards out of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And the analytics on eBay are like, like you're gonna tell me these things or Poshmark's like, good luck. You have a heart, that means someone saw it. But you don't know how many people. (laughs)
1: Yeah, so that, is that on here? Oh no, that's in the open end responses. So I guess good time to transition over there if you want.
0: Yeah, yep, Um, let me get i don't know where it is hold on yeah there
1: we go so to end the survey i asked people is there anything you felt like should have been in these rankings that wasn't and if so tell me what it is and these were the three things that at least 20 people said they wished Quashmark would change. so the bottom one is what we're talking about right now so a lot of people wrote in the comments they wish Quashmark had more analytics and specifically they wish they had view counts which is exactly what you're talking about but You can see that someone liked it but you don't know how many people have viewed this item and like yeah i think it would be really helpful because you could also then see if i shared at this time of day how many views am i getting if i share this time of day how many views am i getting and you could understand more like the best way to utilize the app yes for sure
0: i mean i also hope they don't get too many analytics because then people won't buy my dashboard like i'm also kind of happy that Poshmark hasn't, ha- doesn't have a lot of analytics because i created like a side business off of it um but it, it would be nice if it was all in the app and, and they
1: put my dashboard out of business right like yeah. if they had all of that stuff in the app and the more uh, the more that i get into ebay the more i want poshmark to have some similar information which i hear from a lot of people especially like when you're used to the de- level of analytics ebay gives you and then you go to poshmark and you don't get really anything except for like right. things I can see why people are
0: like well i mean you get a csv file that nobody knows what to do with and that's only fairly recently did that yeah right it's recent
1: like that was helpful at least you have a summary of information you have to go collect it yourself or track it yourself yes but, but it's
0: only helpful for Poshmark sellers i would venture to say it's helpful for like two percent like most people are like i don't even know what a csv is yeah like i don't know what to do with this <laughs> Right? Right. I mean, you do, I'm sure, but like, and I do, which is why I created a dashboard, but most people are like, I don't even know what to do with the CSV file. This mm-hmm. is just a bunch of things. Yes. All right, so number two.
1: Yeah, so the number two thing that people have said is that they wish they would reduce the frequency or reevaluate closet clear out. In my video, this was probably the one thing that people in the comments, well, other than people disagreeing with the shipping, um, that was also a frequent comment that people were saying, I like the shipping but the other thing that frequently was commented about is this people saying why why did people who responded want you to reduce closet clear out or like why would they want that flashmark pays for a shipping discount on closet clear out. why would they, you want them to do that less and what i saw in the responses is people were saying that closet clear out happens so often that buyers don't pay attention it doesn't create a sense of urgency which is what it's supposed to do like create a sense of urgency like i need to buy it now so i get the discount instead they think oh it happens every three days it'll happen again soon if i want it and so that was why people were saying they wanted it less so that it, it actually did do the sense of urgency that
0: and then you're as a buy or as a seller you're dropping your prices but there's no urgency so now you just have a closet full of lower price items
1: yeah yep
0: although i don't do it i don't have any idea when it's closet clear out i don't pay any attention to that <laughs> the little banners at the top i'm like i have no idea um but that's the, kind of the point to this right like it's not a big deal anymore i have no idea
1: yeah yep and then the number one thing and this was by far the number one thing that people wrote in this opening response is, is that they wish that they didn't have to give a shipping discount with office to likers and i think it results in a lot of people doing what you were saying where you create a bundle and send them an offer through that and i do the same thing like if someone likes a listing i will create a bundle for them and send them an offer so that i don't have to give the shipping discount Right. I think a lot of buyers think that the shipping discount you send through Office Likers is paid for by Poshmark. And they like will yes, negotiate less with you, maybe, or want you to pay for the shipping <laughs> versus you send it through the bundle. I don't think they think that as much from what I've seen. Today.
0: Right. Yes. Agreed. All right. So this was extremely thorough, very helpful. If there's anything else that wasn't in this one page that you want to touch on, and then quickly, we I knew you would. Talk forever. Uh, quickly we can touch on you've mentioned some of their responses, but if there's anything else. So let's if there's anything else on the survey that wasn't in here that you wanted to touch on, um, or we can get into Poshmark's responses that you have already
1: mentioned. Um, I, think, I think this is most of it. Oh, the one other thing that comes to mind is that I had also separated the survey results by the people who were only buyers, which I only had 45 people respond to the survey who were only buyers. So it was a very small subset, but I compared their responses to the rest of the respondents to see if the people who are only buyers ranked something differently. And there was one response that ranked differently. I wanna make sure I quote it right so can this real quick. Okay, so one of the rankings on the buyer's list was give sellers with a good track record, more recognition, for example, show their overall rating shipping time, or have seller tiers based on performance. And for the people who were only buyers, they ranked this number three, whereas the people who were also sellers ranked this number six. So that kind of makes sense. Like if you're a seller, do you want all your ratings to show? Do you want your, like your, like, do you want a seller tier that you have to work up to? Maybe not. Maybe like the way it is now. Whereas a buyer, it would help them know who shouldn't I buy from, who is canceling having people cancel orders, who's getting bad reviews. And so yeah, it ranked number three for people who are only buyers and number six for people who are our sellers.
0: Yeah, that totally makes sense because it is you it's hard to really know who is a good seller because yeah. they hide stuff and their ratings and stuff.
1: Yep. Um Should we I, chat really quick before we get to their responses? Yes,
0: sure. Thanks for keeping me up on it i always forget um closet clear out definitely happens way too much forever wonder is saying valerie i actually appreciate closet clear out but i do think people expect you to drop prices um becky parker i've had becky parker on poshmark i've had her on here and she kind of creates a bundle for everyone and says hey if you want this i'll drop the price for you let me know which is more work but that's kind of how she gets around having to drop all the prices um when I participated in closet clear out, I've noticed that people often just offer even less which stinks because I'm going to drop price. I want you I drop to my lowest price. I never drop to my lowest price because <laughs> you have to most people do counter um. Daniela is saying instead of doing closet clear out, I just relist the item, which tends to bring more attention to my closet than closet clear out ever would. Um, Very valuable point. Relisting gives you, it's a brand new listing and puts you in the just in. Um, When I list an item though, I list it and then I also drop the price immediately because you can filter by just in and um, recently price dropped. And so I'll price it like 10% higher when I list it and then um, lower it right away. So then I'm now in two different places, regardless of if it's closet clear out or not. Um, let's see. Oh, Jacob just said Becky Parker thing. I didn't get there in time. <laughs> Today I listed 30 items. I photographed last night and my VA shares my 1500 listings three times a day. I sold the swimsuit for a 20W redo shipping. I'm not even making sense an hour. Yeah. I never list I've never listed on eBay. Please tell me what I need to know before I list my first item. Do I need a way in the box first? What's the difference in pricing between Poshmark and eBay? There's lots to know. Um, send me a DM. We'll talk about it. I don't want to get into that now, but you feel free to send me a DM, Sarah Styles llc on Instagram as well. All right. So you reached out to Poshmark. I think it's kind of exciting how quickly Manish responded. Um, just to kind of give
1: Yes, yeah, so quickly. I about, like I said, I put together this one-page summary and then a 12-page paper with all of the results and a lot of data, and then I wrote up an email and I sent it at 9:30 at night or nine. I sent it at nine, and Manish, who's the CEO of Flashback, responded at 9:30. So I was very excited, especially because a lot of people I talked to were like, "Don't get your hopes up. Don't get your hopes up. They're probably not going to respond at all." And then they responded so quickly and. I was just really happy. Like It shows that if you make it professional, put in the work, Like you can get a response, so. Yeah, which is
0: good. And I have heard um, if you reach out to him personally, it's gotta be his assistant. There's no way that he's responding to all those DMs on Instagram. But either way, he is responding. Someone is responding with thoughtful content um, that I have heard the same thing. For other things as well, that if you reach out to him on um, social media, he does respond.
1: Yep and so he basically said like thank you for the feedback i've read through it i've shared it with my team and i've cc'd the senior vice president of community and she will respond to the specific questions you're asking and so then um so i sent that on wednesday night and then friday like at the end of the workday i got a response from her so again i was super happy because they did respond to me and they responded quickly and i thought that they gave as much as they could give me like they tried to give me information without disclosing more than they should, I guess,
0: so. Yeah, and I i mean, it was very, th- I watched the video. So Amber is sharing all this with us. Um, she has a video on her channel that will go through all of it a bit. M- I mean, we've been pretty in depth, I feel. But if you want more in depth and to do start to finish, she does have a video on it as well. Um, you have covered some of their responses. We are at the hour. I can go over a few minutes, but if there's anything else that you want to include um, that they responded to you that we haven't covered yet.
1: Yeah, I think we covered most of it. So i the first question I asked was about the shipping, and I already mentioned that they said they looked into it, but they're currently not switching. And the second question I asked was about inactive accounts and if they have um, plans in place to address this. And that they said that basically, thanks for elevating this. We will look into it. And then I asked. Are there other things that were suggested in the survey? For example, reducing fees, not requiring a shipping discount, or reducing the frequency of period that you guys are currently working on. And um, there were a lot of things in that response, but the ones that stand out to me like right now, <laughs> what I'm remembering are the, what we talked about how they're gonna put through some things to improve search. They're currently working on them. They'll be coming out. They already, some came out in June, more to come out in 2020. And then they also specifically said that they are working on ability to have a sale in your closet and that that is currently in the works so
0: that is exciting okay.
1: um if yeah, you I your, okay if you guys want to see the full responses in the video that sarah refers to on my channel i went through verbatim the full response that i got from Freshmark. so if you want to see the full response you can go over and check out that video
0: well, this was very informative. Um I do love your channel and I appreciate all the content that you do put out. Um I know you're getting married soon. So, so okay. <laughs> Yeah, congratulations. It's been kind of a wild ride for you, I know with everything that's yeah, um going yeah. on.
1: I think I've planned a wedding like four times now. So
0: <laughs> maybe you should become a I wedding plan. I planner like you I can I be I planner.
1: a wedding four times. <laughs>
0: Um, well, I'm sure it's going to be amazing. And like I, we were talking before, um, we went live, if you can do plan a wedding four times with your fiance, your marriage is
1: yeah. a cakewalk. All right, we've already got through the stress before.
0: Yes. And during COVID and you are in your last right. test for your
1: actuary. Yeah. So I took, it, I took it in the fall and I just barely failed. I was supposed to retake it. And then they postponed it to like three days before my wedding. So now I'm taking it in October.
0: (laughs) Yeah, which is, I mean, three days before your wedding, that would have been intense. Mm -hmm. And for those who don't know, the actuary tests are like ridiculous. Amber's got to be like super smart. Those tests are so hard. Um, I mean, I've never taken them, but I've heard through the grapevine, they are like really intense.
1: A lot of it is about just like being able to have no social life and commit yourself to (laughs) studying. That's a big piece of it. You just got to be willing to do it.
0: All right. Well, on that note, um, I'm going to let you do a shameless self-promotion one more time. If there's anything else that you'd like to share and everyone in the chat as well, feel free to leave your closet names, your Instagram. If you have a YouTube channel, if you're running sales, any of that, leave that in the chat. If you're watching this in the recording, feel free to leave your closet and information down in the comments as well. Um, Amber resells on everywhere, right?
1: Yep. Amber resells on Instagram, Amber resells on YouTube and Dressed by Amber on Flashburner.
0: Oh, and eBay now too, right? You're on eBay.
1: I haven't shared my eBay yet. I'm trying to like not have YouTube influencing it so far. um Okay. So I haven't shared my eBay name yet, <laughs> and I'm still testing it out. So yep, not sharing. Yeah.
0: Okay, all right. So you can find her in all those places. Definitely head on over to her channel and subscribe. She puts out great content. Um, And I'm sure. Are you doing a honeymoon, or did that have to get canceled? Got
1: canceled. (laughs) We're supposed to go to Canada, but they uh, the border's still closed.
0: Yeah. So we're taking a week off though, and we're gonna do home (laughs) projects. How romantic. Um, Our honeymoon. I got married and my husband has a five well six year old when we got married um so our honeymoon was with my in-laws to disney world with our child so (laughs) it was fun but it was not like a a honeymoon we're on eight we'll be 10 years in a year or two and i'm like maybe we'll go like now that the kids are a
1: bit older we can like go yeah i don't know if we'll ever go on one because we already have our like our next year we're going to go to chile to visit we have some friends who are from there so we're going to go visit them and like that's going to be our big trip so Yeah, I think our week at home is going to be our honeymoon.
0: All right, well, thank you so much for all of, thank you so much for doing the survey and putting it together, reaching out to Poshmark. You're a great asset to the community. Head on over to her channel and thanks for joining me, Amber. Everyone have a good night. I am doing my accountability every Monday, 6 p.m. Mountain Standard. I took last week off. Um, I did something on Leslie's channel, a uh, culture chat. Um, she went live with that a couple of days ago. So head on over there and watch that. But I am back on Monday. So I will see you guys on Monday and I'm dropping a video Tomorrow or, or Saturday, depending on how I can, ed- how much time I have to edit it, about my June sales, how June was for me. Um, I look at my analytics and kind of share my strategies and stuff for you guys there as well. So everyone, have a good night and thank you again, Amber. Thanks for
1: having me. Have a good
0: weekend, you guys. You too.